0: Live from smitty1.com studios, it's the fantasy football show, live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Pick a lap. What is going on, good people? You are watching the fantasy football show, and I'm your man, Smitty. Welcome to the show. We're talking about, man. We're talking about Tom Brady, we're talking about Kyler Murray, we're talking about a whole bunch of stuff, fantasy football news and notes, we're hitting the voicemails, you name it, we're doing it here on the February 28th show, last show in February, then we're heading into March, it's already March, March, April, May, then we're into the June, July and August mock drafting frenzy months where we just literally mock draft all the time from like June, July and and August, so let's, let's get into it. Um, boy, do we have a lot to to go over. Spacula in the building, first in the building. Uh, Smokey the Cat is second in the house. Tanner, uh, Kenny Powers, Double A, Philip, Matt, Blackbeard in the house, and James, and so on, and so on. Okafer, what's up, pal? Silver Badger, appreciate you all being here. Okay, hit that like button on your way in the door. Spread the link out. That's what we don't do enough around here. We don't do enough around here. Hitting that that link, share it out to your buddies, man. Like, get, get your pals in here. Spread it out to a, a, a league, a work league that you don't really care about too much if you're going to be that sensitive about sharing your fantasy football content and information. If you don't want your buddies to know how involved you are in this show, that's up to you. But I'm telling you, if we grow bigger and stronger, you're getting more content. You're getting more content. I promise you things get even better when we get bigger. So spread the word. Don't be selfish. Tell a pal. Tell a pal about the show. Now, I got to be up front. I'm a little hangry today. I've eaten. I've had a Jamba Juice. That's it. I'm not eating food today. I'm pretty much having like a Jamba Juice once per day with no food. I might do like a one or two meals throughout the course of the seven days. I'm fasting. I'm dropping some LBs. After the week, I'm going to start incorporating one meal a day as I work out. And I'm working out the whole time. I'm dropping LBs. I'm going from 225 to 199 in 30 days. And everyone's going to say, cap, cap Smitty, fake news Smitty. You can't do that. But you're going to watch the, the the LBs drip off my body. And I'm, I'm drinking water. No more Coke for now. Once I get to my my, my goal weight, I can do whatever I want. Because my body, it's weird. It's the way it works for me. I maintain whatever weight I'm at. I can't drop any weight. I can't. I, I don't really gain any weight. I just sit at the weight that I'm at, and I gained about 25 lbs when I tore my patellar tendon and ripped that kneecap right off there. Um, and I, I added 25 lbs. I did, and so I'm gonna drip this this weight off and then maintain. So get ready to watch. Get ready to watch the transformation right in front of your eyes. Uh, but I do plan on getting ripped and lifting and running on top of it. So th- today's day one, and I'm I'm documenting all this on my blog, my vlog channel. Uh, so if you guys would get on over there I'm gonna drop the link real quick subscribe to my vlog channel it's different than in, in any of the other channels I have it's just gonna be like behind the scenes um, studio tour uh, is what I got up already the, the the weight loss stuff it's it's gonna be a lot of stuff like that so I'll drop the link real quick here and uh, I appreciate if you guys would subscribe to the to the vlog channel vlog channel boom. So, I mean, I I should see some people jumping on that, right? I'm looking at it right now. I will know if you don't subscribe. Your boy, Smitty, will see it right here. Uh, So, hopefully, you guys follow me there. I'm going to do a lot of cool stuff, behind-the-scenes stuff. um, You know, stuff going on in the studio, how the business is going, like the the behind-the-scenes business-wise. So, definitely subscribe to that. You're going to want to be a part of that. Let's get into the news. Okay, let's break it down. We've got... We've got Kyler Murray. Let's hit that, then we'll hit the Tom Brady stuff, and then we'll hit the voicemails. And then we got yeah, Rogers, trade rumors. There's all kinds of trade rumors. Some say Washington, you know, we'll get into that. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Cry baby cry Kyler Murray is what a lot of people have been saying in the in the chat and I've seen it around other places. Kyler Murray has been out out uh making some uh some waves on on the internet here. He's been, he's been causing some drama. Let me move all this stuff out of the way. Kryler Murray, he submitted this letter as, as agent. Gave this letter to the Cardinals. Let's see what the, the letter says. We'll go to the board where I have it up right here. This is the crazy part. And I've highlighted a few things that he said. At the very bottom, you'll notice. Thank you, Tanner. You will notice that Kryler Murray, said, at the bottom, it says in capital letters. First of all, the whole thing's in caps like he's yelling at us okay he's not satisfied he's screaming like who does a letter in all caps it's, it's ridiculous kyler murray this is the the last statement right here uh right let me see if I can get my let me see if I can get a, a some kind of way to underline this let's do this we'll make that red and we'll put that here. Okay. So right right here. Kyler Murray remains hopeful that the organization chooses to commit so that he can continue leading the Cardinals to further success and value for many years to come. And I've got that right here if you want to see it in bigger print. Continue to lead the Cardinals. What, what does this mean? Does does to, to me that sounds like the man saying you either pay me or I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play, which he could be bluffing. I think he'll probably try and hold out if he doesn't get a contract. The Cardinals aren't gonna be stiff armed into doing. Do you, do you understand that the Cardinals are looking weak if they just like fold to him? Here we'll give you a contract. After all that he's done, after all that he's the drama he's created, after the crying. And the complaining, and the sitting in the locker room in isolation with his AirPods in, ignoring his teammates, and refusing to go back on the, on the field in the playoff game at the very end. He f- refused to go back in and finish the game out with his teammates because he felt embarrassed. He felt like the Cardinals set him up for failure. This guy is constantly complaining and crying. That's why people are calling him Kryler. Kryler Murray. Actions speak louder than words. In this volatile business, which is another insane thing for him to say when the dude removes the entire Cardinal organization from his social media existence. Just rips it, raptures it from his social media. Actions speak louder on words. Yeah, they do, Kyler. They do, and your commitment to the team is garbage. You are committed to this team 0% in my eyes. And I'm a Cardinal fan. I'm in Arizona. I can speak to this more than anybody. And I'm telling you right now the fan base is tired of him. Tired of him. We don't want to we we don't want to lose him to nobody. We want to upgrade him. We do want to get rid of him, but we don't want to get rid of him to have nothing. Do do I think Tyler Huntley would be better? I do. And you can at me all you want. Tyler Huntley, bring him in. Trade Kyler Murray for a defensive player, a big name player, then go trade for Tyler Huntley and bring him in. To be the starting quarterback for the arizona cardinals because i really like tyler huntley and kyler may be exciting kyler may have a whole lot of talent But you cannot be a good quarterback for the long-term in the NFL with this kind of attitude, with this kind of lack of leadership, with this kind of isolated mentality where he doesn't feel like his teammates are a part of anything. He isolates himself in the locker room. He doesn't motivate his teammates. He doesn't take responsibility. He doesn't say that loss was on me. I'm the quarterback. I'm the signal caller. No, he cries and complains and says that the Cardinals set him up for failure. The Cardinals lost, not me. I'm a winner. The Cardinals lost. Dude can't play in the pocket to the degree we need him to. So he rolls outside the pocket. He throws a good football to a guy named DeAndre Hopkins who catches the football pretty well when when this man's rolling outside of the pocket. But he is a problem when he's forced to stay inside the pocket and he's not learning that part of his game, making me feel comfortable that he can take us to a Super Bowl. Could he learn and improve? Yeah. Would I be willing to say, yeah, he's a young kid. He can still develop in the pocket. That's fine. I would say all those things. If the kid didn't have a bad attitude, if he was a good leader, you got Joe Burrow over here in Cincinnati tearing his ACL. And walking into his rehab facility, motivating every single individual that's helping him. You're going to be responsible for me getting better. You're going to help us get better. Me getting better and us winning games will be because of you and your hard work. All of you around here helping me rehab my ACL is going to lift up, uplift this whole organization. That's how you lead. This guy was leading in the rehab facility while people were helping him recover from his ACL tear. Kyler can't even motivate his own teammate, the locker next to him. Because he's got airpods in, ignoring everybody. He doesn't walk around slapping shoulder pads, motivating people. Kyler can't motivate anybody. And here we have Joe Burrow motivating his rehabilita- rehabilitation staff. Better than Kyler's motivating even one individual on the Cardinals or in the Cardinals locker room in the organization on in the locker room on the field this guy doesn't motivate anybody he doesn't take responsibility breaking news host of the fantasy football show wants to fight the quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals look i will i would box him for charity no question about it <laughs> but i'm not that guy there's a guy in the fantasy football space that that literally challenges every player to a boxing match i'm not that guy i'm not doing that I'm just saying, I, I, I'm, I'm angry. I'm on, a, I'm on a fasting diet, and this stuff has to break today. This stuff has to break. This isn't like news that just breaks that I gotta break. This is in my hometown. This is my team, the Arizona Cardinals. The day that I can't even drink a juice box, I can't even eat a little little piece of egg. I'm not having any bacon. I have no Coca-Cola Classic on my desk right now. I literally had one Jamba Juice at 4 o'clock. I'm hangry as hell. And this stuff breaks in the morning when I haven't eaten. And I'm sitting here just hangry stewing on this man, Kyler Murray, and how he's completely, completely dropping the ball and, and, and literally putting his career, just flushing his career down the drain. Now, could he recover? Sure. I'm not saying it's completely like all is lost. I'm just saying this guy's going down the wrong path. If he thinks the Arizona Cardinals, if he thinks the Arizona Cardinals are going to pay him right now after this little idle threat, he's got to be out of his mind. He's got to get more juice boxes. Uh, Lined up because he's gonna be waiting a while sipping on his juice box while he waits for the Cardinals to come knocking on the door Hey, yeah, we'll give you that 40. What do you want? 40 million? He probably wants he probably wants 50 million He probably literally wants to be the the highest paid quarterback in the NFL I bet you if you sat him down and we haven't even heard his pricing demands We don't even know what the price tag is. We just know he wants to be paid. He wants to be paid up front He wants to do he wants to be paid before the work is done he wants to be paid before he's even climbed up and become a leader? This is not a leader. This is not a leader. This is a crybaby. This is Kryler Murray. This is a crybaby right here. Juice box Kyler. Juicebox Kyler. Grab a juice box, Kyler. Cry, cry for a little bit. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. If he thinks he's getting paid by the Arizona Cardinals off of this, he's out of his mind. If they went to him and said, What do you want? 30 million? We'll give you 30 million. But if he thinks he's gonna get like upwards of 40 acting this way, everyone that thinks that's gonna happen, it's not. There's a let me let me paint a picture for you, because there's a lot of people that say this. And Doug, I'm not I'm not blasting you. Um, I'm just merely addressing the common Comment that you have here that a lot of people throw out there because they're not they're not close to the situation. He says you need to drink a juice box, Smitty, he will get paid. Doug, Doug, why do you think we're here? And again, I'm not blasting you, Doug, but why do you think we're here? Why do you think Kyler Murray's removed the Cardinals from his social media? Why do you think the car why do you think Kyler Murray's had his agent write this childish letter in all capital letters, crying and complaining? Because the Cardinals are not paying him. He's already like, Doug, this isn't like this isn't a conversation that hasn't been had between Kyler Murray and the organization. They basically said, no, you have one year left on your fourth year. Then you have your fifth year option, which we pick up. Then we can franchise tag you. And then we could franchise tag you again. Let's just take the franchise tags off, Doug. You have his fourth year and his option year under contract. And while they would maybe reward this man early, Doug, they might reward him early, Doug. They might do it. They, they just might say, you know what, Kyler, you're such a great leader. We love you here. We can't imagine being without you. We don't want to pay more later when it comes time to re-sign you and retain you. We're going to have to pay you $55 million. Let's pay you 44 million now. Let's give you $45 million now. They might do that, Dougie. They might do it, Doug. If he was a leader, if he showed responsibility, if this man didn't complain about the organization, the the hand that feeds him, if he didn't remove the social media, his all of his social media accounts from anything relating to the Cardinals, and then you have people Doug, that actually say to me, out of their own mouth, these words flow from these individuals. They say Smitty when I say he unfollowed the Cardinals. This the, the, these individuals these. These people that don't know what they're talking about. Say, Smitty, Smitty, he wasn't following them anyway. He wasn't following them anyway. As if that's better. That's worse. That's absolutely worse. If this man wasn't following the Cardinals to begin with, I have a bigger problem than if he gets a little upset and unfollows them real quick. I have a bigger problem. This doesn't make it better. This guy's not going to get paid. Oh, Dougie. Dougie, I do, appre- I do appreciate you, Dougie. But Dougie says he will get $60 million. Doug, come on, bro. Bro. <laughs> the Cardinals aren't paid. Doug, I'm in Arizona, bro. I'm literally touching this situation with my bare hands. And I'm telling you right now, dude's not getting paid by the Arizona Cardinals. Not like this. This is not how you get an organization to come to the table and pay you. Make them, try and embarrass them when you're only embarrassing yourself. There's no way this man's getting $60 million under these conditions, Doug. There's absolutely no way. I appreciate, I appreciate your excitement and enthusiasm for his contract, but there's a reason he's writing this letter. There's a reason he's writing this letter. Save this watch, Smitty. Doug, it, it is saved. It's posted to my YouTube uh and published to my YouTube channel. So you'll you'll be able to find it. Doug, could he get 60 million someday? Sure. I'm not saying that can't happen. Doug, could he have gotten 60 million if he didn't cry and complain? Doug, maybe. But Doug, is he gonna get is he gonna get 60 million like this? Doug, no he's not! Come on, Doug! Do I do it? (laughs) Doug, you say if he gets 60 million, you will have to eat mayo on your pizza. Doug, that's a deal. But what are you going to do? And are you going to return? Are you even going to return? Because we've had many people, Dougie boy. Come in here and troll and say, Christian McCaffrey, running back one, Smitty, you're going to pay. You're gonna. The whole world's going to see you're wrong. Christian McCaffrey's going to finish the year running back one. Why don't you believe he's going to stay healthy? He's finally back on the field. You're going to pay. You're going to see. Everyone's going to watch you, Smitty, and laugh at you when I come back week after week and remind you I was right about Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey goes down like predicted, like predicted, Dougie, like predicted, like predicted, Dougie. And guess what? dude's never found again never returns to the channel doug what are you gonna do for me if he gets 60 million what are you gonna do for me doug you're gonna buy my lifetime membership doug buy my lifetime membership make a commitment to me dougie i'll eat a pile of mayonnaise i'll make i'll take a slice of pizza and put a coating of mayonnaise this high across the entire slice bro if he gets 60 million In these conditions. If you're talking about five years from now, four years, he's not gonna get that either. But if you're talking about another year down the road, that's not what I'm talking about, Doug. If he gets a $60 million contract this offseason or any time this year, Dougie, I will eat the mayo this high. Okay, Doug, I'll take that. You'll eat mayo too. I want you to cake mayo on a piece of pizza this high, Doug. If he if he doesn't get a $60 million deal, you better send me a video clip for the show, pal. I'm telling you, Doug, Doug from accounting is going to buy a lifetime membership. I want Doug from accounting to take accountability if you're wrong on this. Okay, Doug, because I'm tired of the trolls coming in here. I'm not saying you're a troll yet, Doug. I think you might be a good dude, but people come in all the time and they drop this stuff over and over and over. Then they vanished and they run for the hills. They vanished. Smitty, you're going to pay. Boom, boom. Am I wrong a lot? I, I'm wrong. I don't say a lot. I'm wrong. I get things wrong. I'm not 100% accurate on anything. I'm not claiming that. Could I be wrong on Kyler getting a deal? Sure. But Doug, he's not getting 60 million. Doug, Aaron Rodgers will barely get 49 million. Get 60 million. You're literally upping it, bro. You're upping it like 11 or 12 million. Kyler's not getting 60 million, Dougie. He's not. Oh God, Kyler Murray. This kid is going to flush his career down the drain if he doesn't start turning things around right now. If he doesn't completely purge this letter from his life and stop acting like he was acting when he purged his Instagram from Arizona Cardinal Association. This Kyler Murray, this isn't how you win championships. The Cardinals want him gone. The the Cardinal fans want him gone. Give us Deshaun Watson right now. We will give you a first-round pick and something. I'll give you Kyler Murray, a first-rounder, maybe more draft capital. You give us Deshaun Watson, even with all the risk, even though he could be done for his career. Like, if something more reveals itself and rears his ugly head from this case, he could be done. I will still take it. I will still take it. Kevin says uh right in kyler murray hasn't done jack squat chris farley's voice if i wasn't so angry bro i would do it i would do it terry roberts in the house that's right he hasn't stayed healthy yet oh man dougie 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 just knows that i haven't eaten dougie's pushing my buttons dougie this is a this is a deal bro this is a deal um mike says 45 million or bust for kyler I'm mad at Kyler too, but I need him to get sixty million so I can sell his auto, his autograph for more than eighty-two bucks. That's what this is about, Dougie. You're salty because of a, a, a bask of a, a, a football card, bro. You're salty because of a football card. Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray. What what a dude! What a dude! Now it's time for Tom Brady. Tom Brady talk. So, Thomas Brady, there, there's a little news here. This is kind of interesting stuff here. The Atlantic reports that the Bucs will avoid a $32 million dead salary cap space uh, amount in 2022 following Tom Brady's retirement. Um, I just want to get that part out of the way. He's been linked to potentially coming back to the Dolphins. They're 49ers, according to this report right here. This is the interesting report, okay? And the Dolphins are a pretty interesting spot for him. Um, we talked about this on the on the Quad Box show. Also, that that if if he ended up going to the Dolphins, which would be kind of a way to try and I don't know, just pay back on everybody. Like d- just if he wants to come back, he's not going to the Bucks. The Bucks are falling apart. Tom Brady sensed the Bucks were falling apart. I believe Tom Brady's calculated enough that he literally knew that retiring or. Th- or going through the motions to retire would make it so that he could walk away with ease from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Imagine if Tom Brady didn't retire and he said, I want to trade. How much differently will we be looking at Tom Brady? How much differently would the Bucks be looking at Tom Brady saying, nope, we're not trading you. We have you under contract. Like Kyler Murray, exactly what Kyler Murray wants, Tom Brady's going to walk into because he handled it differently. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If Kyler Murray would have retired and then and then and then about i don't know april said you know what maybe i'll come out of retirement you want to trade my rights the cardinals might be like yeah we, you know we already moved on and we'd rather get something instead of nothing we'll trade your rights like tom brady is is the goat for a reason i know everybody thinks that he's retiring i don't think he is he literally said weeks before he retired he could not imagine retiring at the level of play that he currently is dishing out. And then he retires like that. And I don't I don't think he's going to stay retired. The Niners were a, a, a landing spot that everybody's kind of predicted and still kind of predicting because he it's his boyhood dream to win a Super Bowl for the San Francisco 49ers. But they shunned him. They shunned him bad to the point where I don't know that he wants to go there anymore. There's been reports that he still does. There's reports that he doesn't. There's reports that nothing's ever going to happen. There's reports that he's he's going to go to the Niners. You watch. Florio wants it to happen from NBC Sports. A lot of people are all over the map on this, okay? No one, it's smoke season, okay? We're all kicking around ideas. So calm down and take a little chill pill if you're sitting in the, in the chat going, this isn't going to happen. This is stupid. You're going to be sorry, Smitty, when you... Are you saving this stream? Like Doug said? (laughs) Are you saving this stream, Smitty? Because you're going to be proven wrong. I know we're going to be proven wrong. We're in juice box season, bro. We're in juice box season. We're in smoke season. Smoke and juice boxes. That's what we're dealing with right now. We're dealing with news and rumors. A majority of all this is not going to happen. You need to understand. we got to kick around. This is news. I have to address Tom Brady to the Dolphins because... It is out there as news. I'm either going to report it and shut it down and say, no, I'll shoot this down. Or I'm going to say, here are the possibilities. This is how it could happen. Or I'm going to say, it's definitely going to happen. So here we go. Cliff, Cliff's talking about Watson. Watson, I know a lot about Watson, bro. And let me see what you're saying here. Attorney for all the Deshaun Watson women want a payoff give it to them and move on. It's not that easy, bro, because there are 10 there are 10 people that that didn't want to settle. There are 10. There are more than more than 10 people I think that didn't want to at the time or four I'm, I'm sorry. There were four women that didn't want to settle so they couldn't settle. Um because it's done in a consolidation fashion, they're waiting on all the all the individuals to settle at once because if you think about it, Cliff, it does him no good to settle all but four because four are just as damaging as 20 like it sounds worse it definitely weighs on you more You your your thought process of like could he be innocent definitely goes out the window when there's 20 of them you're like okay something's going on here right so it does have impact but in the end leaving four of them leaving four of them leaving four of them doesn't do anything you can't settle with all of them but four that still is the same exact problem not to mention that 10 of them cliff are being looked at and there's potentially discovery going on for turning them criminal the moment the the moment even one of them turns criminal then he's put on the exemplist and he doesn't play in 2022 so it is very 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 delicate the the non-disclosures and the signed affidavits if if he does settle with all 20 plus women the, that won't be admission of guilt it will be them saying that he did nothing wrong settlements very different in civil if he does settle with all 20 plus women and they all sign these disclosures, and they say he did nothing wrong there is zero criminal potential evidence left and so the criminal stuff falls apart and goes away if there are 10 10 cases potentially brewing where there's criminal being explored then he could be in some serious trouble so it's more complicated than that just settle and move on there are potentially 10 that are being looked at from a, a criminal lens and 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 we don't know if there's new evidence in discovery that even if those women admitted nothing happened, there still could be potential discovery uh, evidence that's propping up to make it so that he's going to be in some trouble. Not to mention, Cliff, this isn't this isn't this is thought to be not all of the individuals, and this isn't a class action. So anybody else that wants to come forward later can, and open up a whole new case. So there's a lot of risk, and I understand that risk. When it comes to bringing in Watson to the Cardinals and sending Kyler off, Kyler's a bigger risk in my mind than that. I'd rather take the chance that Watson never plays football again, which there is a shot that happens. I just want all of you to know that if you're going and trading for Watson, I like the idea of getting Watson right now to, at a cheap price because he's going to be paying—he's going to be paid $30 million or $35 million to sit the bench in 2022. Which I don't think that the the Texans are willing to do. They sat him for ten million, and that was shocking. Um. So that's that. Uh, Smitty, I will get you. I get what you're saying, but what's it, What's more important to the one of a big payoff or Watson out of the league? I'd be going for the money, but what I'm trying to tell you, Cliff, is that. It, we don't know what the evidence is that's being discovered right now on the 10 cases. Even if the women say nothing happened, there still could be potentially evidence that's damning. There could be more cases emerging that we don't know about. There's a lot at play. And even if he settled with the 20 people, he could still end up being uh, in some, some hot water. So it's not as simple as, as if he settled with those 20, the criminal would even go away. Even if, even if the person said nothing will happen, nothing happened. If there's evidence that the, that they're holding the police are holding that that proves criminality even if the person says he didn't do anything they still can move forward if that evidence is strong enough or it's video footage or something you know what i mean there's there's definitely things that can even if the person's like i don't i i don't want to prosecute criminals different you can still move forward and prosecute on criminal even if someone doesn't want it to happen the civil side she could potentially say never mind and then they'd have to let it go it's civil but criminal Anything can pop up and they have an obligation, the police, to move forward with a criminal investigation to continue to probe, even if someone said, Never mind, never mind, it's 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 fine. We don't know what the evidence is, is what I'm trying to say. Uh Pro Football Talks Mike Florio reported that the Dolphins wanted to sign Tom Brady and Sean Payton for twenty twenty two before former head coach Brian Flores filed for a lawsuit against the team. So that's uh that's crazy. And interesting. And interesting. And it does make you believe with Waddle there, with a, a significantly, um, or with a, with a really solid defense, with a, a decent line. Um, you're talking about Tom Brady bringing probably Gronk over. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got Gronk, you got Brady, you got Waddle, you got a defense. You have a Super Bowl contending team immediately. Immediately. The Dolphins are actually a really good landing spot for Tom Brady. Really good landing spot. And and if this dude wants to re- return and he's slighted, he feels, he feels shunned by the 49ers, it wouldn't shock me at all if he chose the Miami Dolphins as his landing spot. This will be crazy. This will be crazy. Um, I don't know how I feel about the likelihood of this playing out. I would say... As of right now, a Tom Brady return in general would probably be, I would say, in the forty to fifty-five percent range. I could, I could bounce around that range. I could go. Majority of me feels he could return, or I could flip into the forty percent range. Um, I think timing is important. I don't think he can wait for a long, long time. I believe the 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 cut off when he's officially retired is June 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 one. I think June one. So it has to happen sooner than later. The problem with this is he almost has to return before the NFL draft in my opinion because teams are planning for, you know, what do we do here? What do we do here? We're not going to spend a draft pick on this this and this if we're going to end up getting Tom Brady. It all it changes everything. But the fact that they have Tua makes me think that they could be a potential suitor for a team that even after the draft might be like it's still fine, come on in. So we'll see but I do know that McDaniel, Mike McDaniel, shouldn't have committed to Tua. He literally pot committed to Tua on a Facetime call, and he was like, "You're our guy. You're gonna be starting till the end of time. I'm gonna put you in my will." And uh, that was a mistake. He he pot committed to this Tua guy on a Facetime call before he even flew in to meet him, uh, which was a rookie mistake by by uh, by by uh, um, McDaniel. But I like McDaniel a lot. You give Mike McDaniel, Tom Brady, Waddle, Rob Gronkowski, who you know would come in immediately. And he's got Gaskin. He's got, uh, who's the other running back? Who's the other guy? I'm, I'm blanking out on the other Dolphin running back. He was he was, he was getting hot at the end of the year. Uh, former, was he a former Brown? Why am I blanking out on who it was? God, I'm going to have to look this up now. Is he even under contract too? I don't know. Gaskin would go, would be a great, like he, he could be a, he could be a good little running back, not only in the McDaniel system, but with Tom Brady tossing him the football in the backfield. Uh, Duke Johnson. Yeah, they, thank you, Matt. Duke Johnson. So, Duke Johnson, I don't know if he's even under contract. I'd have to look at that. Duke Johnson, you've got, uh, uh, yeah, Fuller, Parker. I mean, this is a good team. Tom Brady on the Dolphins would be a Super Bowl contending team immediately. Like, if I'm Tom Brady, this is a genius move. This is this is a goat move right here. Not being talked about as the best landing spot. They've got an X's and O's coach that could rival anybody according to a lot of people that I trust. I mean, McDaniel's a smart mind. And you put that smart mind, the ability to get that running game going, under Gaskin and Duke Johnson or whoever they end up rolling with, I, I think Gaskin would thrive, would thrive under McDaniel's usage. And, and I really like Gaskin walking into 2021 and he completely crapped the bed because they didn't use him properly. And then they'd use him and he'd look great, and then they wouldn't use him, then they'd use him and he'd look great. But you give, you give Tom Brady and Mike McDaniel Gaskin and you use him properly – Gaskin could be a top ten running back. Gaskin could be a top ten running back in 2022 if Tom Brady's under center and McDaniel anoints him the running back that he wants to vault into the into the spotlight. I love Gaskin. I think Gaskin's ultra talented, so I'm excited about Gaskin in 2022 regardless because of McDaniel. But I'm even more excited if Brady lands there. Like maybe poke around in a dynasty trade we a Dynasty League and try and trade for Gaskin on the very, very cheap. We're talking like second and third round rookie picks. Like, just throw something at it like that. What's up, Kurt? Akers coming back was ignorance. I agree. Akers should not have come back. That was absolutely stupid. To come back for what? So we could be a part. I get. It. So we could be a part of the winning. I, I understand. But it was a mistake it was a big big mistake we'll we'll find out more on this Tom Brady stuff but uh, for right now just know that um, so there's a lot in here um, Brady there's talk about internal discussions occurred regarding the possibility of adding Brady as a minority owner so I don't even know like there's talk about him coming back as the quarterback there's talk about him being minority owner like would he even come back to play football would he just come in as a minority owner would he would he want to play? <laughs> like we don't know. Would it be both? I can it be both? I don't even know if it could be a it could be both or a conflict of interest there to be a minority owner and player. But Tom Brady in a dolphin's uniform is, I mean I put him in this shirt last minute before I went live and I'm like, this looks this looks right. This looks right. I know I'm hangry. I know I'm a little bit off today because I haven't eaten and I'm fasting, but this looks right. My mind isn't confused when I see Thomas Brady in a dolphin shirt like that or a uniform or a helmet. I mean, it's, it's almost like he's he's going to do what Dan Marino couldn't. Let me go ahead and walk into Dan Marino's house where he couldn't win a Super Bowl over the long course of a career and I'll do it in one season. Like, if, if anybody's not thinking Tom Brady's that many levels of, of chess into this, like he's playing 3D chess here. He's playing. He's playing meta chess in in the metaverse. Brady's looking at this, going, "I could walk into Miami, where Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl, even though he played X number of years. I'll walk in and win one. One for one. It, it's a legacy. It's. I mean, it's gonna boost his legacy even further." Uh, I'm just I, I'm I'm baffled by this not being talked about more right now, and I'm baffled by why we weren't talking about it more. It came up once or twice, but we kind of like yeah, Miami could be an op. Like now, I'm looking at it, Brady and Miami makes so much sense. Like and sub- subscribe says, Raphael. Thank you, Raphael. Appreciate you, good buddy. Uh, hit that like button if you're in here. Let's get let's get to the voicemails. Hey, Smitty, how do you feel about Jerry Judy going into this year in fantasy? I really like him. How do you feel? Jerry Judy. Uh, Great question. Who is that? The Bruce. What's up, The Bruce? I like him a lot. He's one of the top three or four route runners in the NFL. But, you know, route running, getting separation, um, catching footballs, all those things are are not you know hand in hand, so you do need you do need the combination. You can route run all you want, but you gotta be able to, you know, pull on the ball. You have to be able to convert. You have to get the football fed to you properly. Denver with Aaron Rodgers or Watson or Russell Wilson, I think Judy could get back on track if Judy's looking at another journeyman quarterback. They've got quarterback rotations. How's he developed? You know, like, like he's being held back unfairly, but it is what it is we have to recognize that if judy faces another year or two of having no quarterback or no consistent quarterback play then how is he how is it his fault it's not but we got to take acknowledgement that this kid might not develop you know the way we want so do i cut him no do i trade for him maybe do i am i super ultra excited about him this year not extremely but I, i'm definitely interested because i know he's got the talent he just has no quarterback like he can't do it without a quarterback he can't do it if if aaron rodgers lands in denver w- without adams let's say adams gets franchise tagged, which is almost certain to happen they could tag him and trade him though you know we don't really know what what's going on there but if aaron rodgers who would also be good in miami by the way put aaron rodgers in a miami dolphins uniform Championship. Put Tom Brady in a Miami Dolphins uniform. Championship. At least one in the next two years with either one of those. If Tom Brady played two years or a played two years, I believe the Miami Dolphins would win one championship. It would be tough, but they would win it. It's tough. It's tough treading. That AFC is loaded. But Tom Brady could do it. Aaron Rodgers could do it. If either one of those guys or Wilson or Watson was throwing balls to Jerry Judy. And and let's say Adams was not in the picture. Judy could be a, a low end wide receiver. One we'll call him. If he doesn't have that kind of elite talent quarterback, I don't know that he can, he it's, he's going to dance in the wide receiver two, three range. The problem is, will he get hurt? Will he, will he go through like a drought and then not really be even a wide receiver three He's at risk of not even being a wide receiver three in fantasy or being a, a potential high-end wide receiver two or wide receiver one. His 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 north and south are so far apart. Like, he, it could be either. It could be either. And it all kind of depends on the quarterback. So if you're trading for him or maintaining and holding him or you're being offered a trade where you send Judy packing, you got to play the game. What do you expect to be... Sitting in front of him at quarterback in twenty twenty two, if you think it's going to be a Rod or Watson or Wilson, which honestly at this point are kind of more unlikely than likely, as at this point, I mean Aaron Rodgers to Denver still feels like the 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 best chance that Judy has. Um, and I'd say it's about I'd say it's not bad. It's fifty percent. I'd say fifty percent chance of happening. Maybe forty five. Um, maybe even forty. And then you have uh, like a 30 or 40% chance of him returning to Green Bay, which I didn't think was the case until he started talking on the McAfee show, talking about Adams and how vital Adams was to his decision. Then you start thinking, okay, if he he gets tagged, maybe he stays for Adams sake, which I didn't really think about as much as I should have because he's so loyal to Adams. um, That might be a big part. Then again, he might have said that, and then he's going to do something entirely different because Aaron Rodgers is not predictable. He's not predictable. So I probably say, uh, Tanner says, "Camara the crap out of the like button." Thank you, Tanner. I Appreciate that. Punch that like button. Subscribe if you're new. Uh, my my answer my my answer is, don't cut him. Trade trade for him if he's cheap. Trade him away if you can trade him for a lot. But don't get too uh, married to the idea. Standard perspective. They'll give you complete. Hey, Smitty, it's Johnny Matches. Um, I was just wondering if your fantasy advice is given from the perspective of a certain scoring format. I know a lot of YouTubers now will give advice based on point per reception scoring. And then if you ask them a question, you know, uh, from standard perspective, they'll give you completely different advice. So should we interpret your rankings or your advice based on a particular scoring format? Thank you. Uh, good question, Johnny. Matches. I'd say that in general, I'm talking about PPR. Um, but I think unlike other shows, I try and touch on everything. Like if I'm talking about a guy like Waddle, I'm gonna say he's going to be a PPR monster. In non PPR, he's still probably you know gonna be five to ten. But in in a PPR environment, he could breach the uh, into the top five. Like how high could he go up? Um, fifty two in here, thirty eight likes. Hit the thumbs up. Says Terry. Uh, but yeah, in general, PPR. I think if you're not playing in PPR, you're probably in a, in a league that's been together for like 20 years. They're a bunch of old dogs. They don't want to convert. Like PPR, that, that conversion happened in the, in the early 2000s. So we're talking about like 15, 18 years. Between 15 and 18 years ago, the big conversion of getting everybody to go PPR happened. So if you are literally playing non-PPR, you're playing in a dying uh, scoring format. That, that is with a bunch of old dogs which is fine old dogs need to play fantasy too, but everybody should look into going PPR because your content will be catered more toward you and you'll have more content that you don't have to like, adjust in your mind all my content on sleeperu.com sleeperu.com is PPR with the rankings but I do have the weekly rankings as PPR and non-PPR and I do address non-PPR quite a bit I just don't give it as much attention. And, and yeah, when I'm speaking in general about something, it's going to be PPR, like if I'm not clarifying. Hey, Smitty, happy to see you coming around on Waddle. Um, how do you feel about the Jets young trio headed into year two with the quarterback, Wilson, Carter, and Elisha Moore? Uh. Okay, so that's a lot to unpack. Um, yeah, I wouldn't even say coming around on Waddle. I would say... You know, last year was different than this year. Like, you know, a lot of people do say that. Hey, Smitty, you know, you know, you like Waddle this year, but you didn't like him last year. He was a rookie. You know, he was a rookie, and he had a, a confusing situation. I didn't believe in Tua. We needed to see what Waddle could do. And and it wasn't that I didn't like him. I just wasn't sure he was going to get the consistency out of Tua. Um, now, he, he had a good year, a really good year in some aspects of his game. I mean, he had like 100 receptions, so he had a phenomenal PPR uh, season. It's just a whole different ball game year to year. Everything's different. So Waddle this year is different than Waddle last year. You can't look at, you can't look at things from one year to the next, like, like Swift. A lot of people say to me, yeah, you finally came around on Swift. I didn't come around on Swift. Swift was a very talented player that had a bunch of obstacles in his way for 2022 and people were draft 2021 and people were drafting him way too high. Way too high. He was going like the 12-13 turn for a big part of the early offseason. And that's when I started making my push. Like, you guys can't take him at 12 or 13. Maybe in the future, but not right now with the current situation with Anthony Lynn, who's now in San Fran, which worries me a little bit about Mitchell and a running back by committee. uh, Because Anthony Lynn does that. But Lynn literally had his his play calling duties stripped from him by by about midseason. Because this dude was like... Jamal Williams is the number one back. Swift is the number two back. That's why I didn't want to overdraft Swift. It's not that I'm coming around on Swift. It's that Swift didn't have the situation. Where he had all these red flags piling up. Swift walks into 2022 in a very different situation. Last year, while it relates and paints a picture about what could happen this year, in a, in a vacuum doesn't matter compared to this year. This year's different. We have to look at this year different. Swift looks like great value. Swift only has injury risk. He has all the volume. He's going to be the guy. He's ultra talented, which is a part I knew. But he, the only red flag he has is injury concern. Swift has a lot less risk because he has one red flag, not three. Um, as for Wilson, Carter, and Eli Moore, I think Elijah Moore is going to be potentially a top 15 wide receiver. You might see him on a bold prediction list here or there. We'll see. We'll see. I love Elijah Moore. I loved him last year. I talked him up big time. There wasn't very many analysts I think you can find that up talked that up talked uh, Elijah Moore more than I did. He had a disappointing first half of the year to the point where I was like, "Crap, am am I really wrong on this guy?" Like I really thought, man, I I really misjudged Elijah Moore. I I thought he was really good, and I don't know what's going on. He ended up turning it on like crazy. So I'm really excited about him. Carter, I'm torn on. Carter's got the talent. I just I just don't know if he's in and uh, for sure every down back yet. We got to see him, uh, you know, get the football more uh, and see what he can do. Wilson, I think Wilson's going to develop really nicely, but I think they're maybe a year away. This isn't the Bengals yet, but they have that 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 smell, that odor of this is a quick turnaround team. And I said that last offseason. I said this is like the Rams, the quick turnaround. Like th- this could happen, like that. It could happen like that. It really could. And, and and it it may just take one more year. It could happen this year, but it may take one more. I'm not counting it out though. I think that they have a lot of talent to really turn some heads. Just keep in mind, the Bengals were a laughing stock about one and a half years ago. Absolute laughing stock. And, and and everybody laughed at my predictions that they win the division and be a really good team this year. People thought it'd take another year. The Bengals turned things around in like one year. So if anybody thinks the Jets can't turn it around. They, they, they're just hating on the Jets. This team's got talent. If it keeps building, they improve the defense, they improve the offensive line, they give Wilson time, and Elijah, uh, Elijah Moore and Wilson could be a, a duo for, for a long time. I, I love these two. I love these two. Hey, Smitty, happy to see you coming around on Waddle. Um, how do you feel about the Jets' young trio headed... How you doing, Schmitty? Hope you're having a good Monday night. My question to you revolves around Dynasty running backs. In this upcoming 2022 rookie draft class, of the three top running backs between Brees Hall, Isaiah Spiller, and Kenneth Walker, which one do you think is going to be the most productive in 2022? It'll probably be Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker. I would imagine landing spot will determine a lot. So we have to predict the landing spot because if Brees Hall lands in a better spot than Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall is the number one rookie running back. If, uh, if Spiller lands in the best spot, he could be the number one running back. I don't love Spiller. I could love him if he's in the right spot because situation is king. And, and a really good running back could turn potentially great in a great spot. And I think that Spiller's not great. He's good. I think Brees Hall could be great. He's good, maybe great, but definitely good. I think Kenneth Walker is great. And if Kenneth Walker goes to a great spot, you've got great plus great equals great, double great. And I think that Kenneth Walker, probably likely to be the best running back of the draft class. But, I'll tell you this, Rashad White, my favorite dark horse running back. I'm not saying he'll be the number one running back in the class, I'm saying he could be. If he was drafted in the right spot, used properly. This is like a tall, uh, you know... um, uh, man-sized version of Kamara in terms of how good he is catching the football. Dude's electric. Dude's got great hands. Dude doesn't get tackled. He's elusive. He he spins through uh, open rushing lanes. He spins through rushing lanes that aren't open and finds a way to wiggle through them. And he's hard to bring down. Uh, takes multiple players to bring this guy down. Amazing hands, Rashad White. If Rashad White lands in the right spot, he could be the number one running back in this entire draft class. It, but... Will he be drafted to start? I don't know. That will be the crutch for him. But I think he's somebody to monitor and watch. Hey Smitty, what's your thoughts on kickers and defenses when it comes to fantasy football? Are you for them or against them? I played in my first league last year where we got rid of them for the first time and we replaced our kicker in defense with flex. And there was definitely more scoring involved. I felt there was definitely more strategy involved because you had to use the waiver wire more often and maybe trade more often because of the, the two flexes. So what are your thoughts on kickers and defenses in fantasy football? I think adding the extra flex is what caused the, the, you know, the waiver wire action that you're talking about. So, I mean, like, you could have added that flex anyway. Um, I don't know that that, that matters too much. Because you take a kicker and a defense off, you're not, like, thinning anything out from the offensive skill position. So, it's like you you could have just added those anyway. Um, and I like the idea of adding flexes if to, to spice things up. Um, I don't know. I mean, kickers and defenses, like, removing them, adding them, I, I think it adds a dynamic that that sometimes um, you know a really skilled uh, rotator and streamer of defenses can be can have a huge advantage. If you're not good at that, then it's obviously to your advantage to, to just get rid of kickers and defenses. Um, I don't put a lot of time into kicker and defensive rankings because, defense I do kicker rankings not really what a kicker is at like week five, six, seven they typically stay there. Um, so when people ask me, should I start this kicker over this kicker, a lot of times I end up saying something like, well, who's scoring more in your format? That's who you start. You know what I mean? Like there, There's no real, oh, he's got this matchup. He's going to kick an extra field goal this week. It doesn't really work like that for kickers. You, you want a kicker on a good offense that's going to get in field goal range a lot, score a lot of extra points, um, but past that, I mean, there's not a lot to... I, I, I kind of prefer not having them. Like Honestly, I hate kicker and defensive um, content, because it's tedious and it, it it's, it's hard to predict. And, it, and not that I'm straying away from something that's hard to predict, but it, it's not fun giving people advice on something that's not reliably easy to predict anyway. Um, defenses, once you get past a couple of them, then you have this, like, what defense is going to blow up this week and that week? It's fun in some respects, but it's also tedious from a content perspective. So... There are a couple leagues where I actually enjoy starting a defense or a kicker. and other leagues, I don't like it. You know, it just kind of depends on the scoring as well. But I don't think it's right or wrong to to want to have kickers and defenses. Hey, Smitty, what's your thoughts on kickers and defense? Follow-up question, Smitty, and this is the most important one. The news came out today that the Tampa Bay Bucks are going to rekindle their old creamsicle jerseys for next year. Who has the best jerseys in the history of the NFL? For me, I'm going with the L.A. Charger Baby Blue. Who do you got? I do like the the Baby Blue. I would say that's a good one. That's a real good one. Um, Past that, I mean, that's a tough one, bro. That's a tough one. I'd probably say the Chargers. I'd probably say I like that. I like that call. I like that call. Those are some nice uniforms. I like the old Euler uniforms. Um, But past that, I'd say, yeah, that's not bad. All right, that does it for the voice messages. Look, we've we've unpacked a lot on this show. We got a minute and eleven seconds left. Kyler Murray, crybaby, Kryler Murray, drinking his juice box, wanting a, a big deal. He's not going to get it. Don't listen to what Doug's saying. No offense, Doug. Hope you're still you're still here, Doug. But he's not getting sixty million. Not only is he not getting sixty million, Doug, he's most likely not getting a deal this year. Okay, because they, the, the whole reason Kyler's complaining and crying is because he's already had these discussions. It's not like no one's talking, bro. It's not like no one's picking up the phone and going, hey, are we working on that deal? It literally has been shut down. So Kyler's separating himself, creating a divide, an even bigger divide than this man already creates. A divide saying, look, look, I'm, I'm literally not going to play football until you pay me. And the Cardinals are going, what more do we have to tell you, Kyler? You haven't won. You haven't led, you haven't done anything that warrants getting a $45 million a a year deal. So play out your contract that we're paying you for. We have another option for you, which I think is probably the problem he has. The problem he has is the only thing they can maybe do is say, Kyler, we won't pick up the option. We'll extend you or let you go where you want. That's the only thing I could see maybe get him to come back. I think what Kyler is afraid of is that he not only has to play this year, but he has to potentially play the next year because we can pick up the 50-year option on the dude. He's probably panicked saying, I got to play two more years. I don't like getting hit. I don't like getting hit. I'm, I'm Kryler Murray. I hate getting hit. I'm too small. And that's what he's afraid of. Like, bottom line, he doesn't like getting hit. He doesn't like getting hit. I know that because he won't stick in the pocket. He will never stick in the pocket. If he's going to get hit, he'll roll out of the pocket. He'll never release a pass expecting to get hit. Never. Never. That's not the kind of player he is. Never. So, there you have it. Give, Kyler, I like that idea, Cliff. Give, give him some kind of amendment a, a to his his deal where they give him extra money if he wins the Super Bowl. Do that. Show us Kyler. Take us to a Super Bowl. Even you don't have to, you don't have to win it. Take us to a Super Bowl, and we'll give you a bonus. That's that would that would be a good addition. Uh, Tom Brady talked about that Tom Brady in, in Miami would be phenomenal Aaron Rodgers in Miami would be from phenomenal um as for um any other news uh let me just real quickly check uh some people were talking about Tom Brady stuff um let me see if I can find anything here on on uh, I'm sorry on Aaron Rodgers let's see Uh, Biggest domino that needs to fall the two side. Okay, so Packers preparing short-term deal if Aaron Rodgers decides to stay in Green Bay per Rappaport. That's an interesting one. Let me just see here. I can screenshot that and throw it on the screen real quick. Uh, Packers preparing short-term deal if Aaron Rodgers decides to stay in Green Bay. So, they're definitely... Like, one thing you got to keep in mind, everybody keeps saying things like, oh, he's for sure coming back to Green Bay because they're they're saving cap here. They're saving cap, or they're saving, they're, they're moving, they're, they're messing with contracts. They've got Aaron Aaron Jones restructured. They've got a bunch of players restructured. Um, and that means he's coming back. They're still 20-something over the cap. Like, the, the, the Packers are not even close to being flush on the cap. So they're 20-something million, 25, 28 million. I don't know what it is exactly now as of this moment. They are so far over the cap. Um, that it just it's there's yeah, people like like Cliff said, there's there's not a lot of options. People keep acting like that this is happening, like it's in the middle of happening. They still got a lot to do. He's not Aaron Rodgers has said over and over he doesn't want to be in a rebuild situation. And that's potentially what's going on here. Even though everybody thinks they're preparing and moving money around for Arod, I, I think there's a strong shot that Arod knows he can't get what he wants here. He's not going to get what he wants financially, even though it's not about money like people are paying it to be. He still wants money. He still wants money. Um. So he still he it may not be about money, but he's still going to command what he commands. He's going to get forty-seven million a year or whatever it is. Um, Doug, what Doug, Doug, Doug's still here? Doug would tell you he's getting sixty. Uh, Rodgers needs to go to the Texans or Denver. Doug, we agree on something today, pal. Denver. Send him to Denver. Not the Texans. Not the Texans, bro. Texans? What do you mean Texas? Doug, we don't agree. Doug, the Texans. What are you talking about, Doug? Denver, we agree. The Texans, why would he Hey, why would he go to the Tex Doug, do you Doug, do you have a sports card? Do you have a, a Deshaun Watson sports card you're trying to unload and you're just wishing that, that Watson gets traded out of out of Houston? There's no way there's Doug, there's negative chance negative chance he goes to the Houston Texans, even if they wanted to trade him there, the Packers. He would be like, I'm not going, I'm retiring. See you later. That's not even an op. Doug. 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 Kyler. Scar- Kyler isn't scared of anything, bro. He's got talent. Doug. Take a- I think Doug is trolling. Some of these comments, they can't be real. Kyler isn't scared. He's definitely scared. (laughs) He hates getting hit, bro. It's so... Everyone in Arizona... Doug, I'm in Arizona. Doug, I'm in Arizona. I know. He's completely scared of getting hit. That's why everyone makes fun of him here in Arizona. That he doesn't like getting hit. That's why we want to get rid of him, Doug. We know. We know this, Doug. Still appreciate you, Dougie. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers, we'll, we'll talk about that. There was also another rumor. Um, let's see here about, about A-Rod. Someone was kicking around. Kyler Murray's camp declared the Arizona Cardinals to respond to their contract offer. De- uh, I'm sorry. Kyler Murray's camp dared the Arizona Cardinals to respond to their contract offer. What happens next is fascinating. Um, that's Interesting. Um, What else have we got here? Packers Mark Murphy says Green Bay is one of three finalists to host the 2024 NFL Draft. Get it out of Vegas, right? Kyler Murray, this is an interesting stat. Doug would like this. Doug would love this stat. Kyler Murray is the only player in NFL history with 70 TD passes and 20 rushing TDs in his first three years, which proves he's talented. And if the dude would just carry himself right, he would have got a he would have got a freaking extension. And he probably would he probably could have got an extension at some point this offseason. Would have been forty seven million, but maybe he would have got forty. You know, he would have got a big payday. He would have got a huge big payday. Um, Rogers won't. Doug says Rogers won't get forty mil this year. But Kyler will get 40 to 60, Doug. <laughs> uh. Ro- Rogers won't get 40 million, Doug, because he's gonna get 47, 48. <laughs> Rogers won't somebody's gonna get 30, Doug. He's, he's, literally, this statement means that Doug, you think he's gonna get 39 million or under. Dougie. <laughs> I'm starting to like Doug. I think Doug's growing on me. <laughs> Doug from accounting. Doug, what do you do? What type of work? You don't have to tell us where. What type of work? Is it accounting? Doug from accounting? Doug in real estate? What is it, Dougie? <sighs> <laughs> Kyler, Kyler under 40 mil. Kyler 60. <laughs> Doug really wants to get rid of this Kyler Murray uh, uh, tops card that he's got. <laughs> I knew it was State Farm. All right, I'm out of here. Appreciate all of you. <laughs> Subscribe if you new. Comment. Doug, leave a comment. Somebody leave a comment. Uh, you guys know I'll be here all day uh, replying if you guys leave comments. So. Drop them, like if you're new, subscribe if you're new, like if you're not new, like anyway. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow, 7 p.m. This show is Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. And of course, I'm always live on Instagram, so make sure you get on over to Instagram. Uh, The Fantasy Football Show, pretty easy handle to remember. Uh, Follow me on Instagram, turn your notifications on. On Instagram, turn your notifications on here on the channel. Here, hit the bell icon on the YouTube channel. And if you go to my main YouTube homepage, scroll to the bottom, subscribe to all my channels because I've got a dynasty channel. Are you subscribed to the dynasty channel? Let me drop the link real quick. Are you subscribed to the dynasty channel? Because if you're not, you're going to miss out on a whole bunch of goodness that I'm dropping that's dynasty based. this Dynasty Clip channel is going to be out of control all year we've got, it's brand new so we only have 257 subscribers on that bad boy and guess what I go live, guess what, I'm going to mock draft on it, guess what you're going to miss out on mock drafts on my channel because you're thinking oh I I don't need to subscribe to another channel, yes you do sub to my Dynasty channel, I'm going to pin that real quick, let you guys click it and subscribe um Let's see the subscriber count go up um, because if it if it doesn't, then that means a lot of you are going to miss a whole bunch of goodness. We'll be live mock drafting on the Dynasty channel. Uh, we'll be doing Dynasty mock drafts, as you can imagine. If you want a Dynasty mock draft, jump on over and, and subscribe. Link is pinned right there. Subscribe to it. Uh, Cliff, appreciate you. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Blackbeard. Hit the subscribe button says Blackbeard Chandler. Appreciate you. Terry, Kenny, um, Carlos, um, Bach, back. I don't know how to say your name. Call you Bach. Bach, Dan. Uh, Doug just got an hour lecture and he failed the exam. (laughs) Dan in the house. What's up, Dan? James, appreciate you. Uh, Dog, you're already becoming a favorite, pal. (laughs) Kenny. Thank you, Kenny. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Let's see how many subscribers we got from that. A little shout-out. We got a couple. Nice. Okay, subscribe. Pinned in the chat by Dynasty channel. We're doing Dynasty mock drafts on that channel. See you all 7 p.m. Eastern tomorrow.